You ready? I'm ready. Season two. The Fed Up News. I'm going public. Why? I ain't got time for this. Okay. These damn kids ridiculous. Ah, they really is. I'm fed up. What? What? Who fed up? Me. I'm fed up. You. You fed up. We. We fed up. Okay. 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 Welcome to season two of the Fed Up News. What you gonna do? Teresa M. Hosting this shit is real. Get it together. Self improve. How? Do it real smooth. Okay. Let me talk to you. Learn how to self improve both business, mental health. Self improvement is the wealth. Well, what you gonna do when you need some help? Call on me and I give you the help. All right. I'm fed up. What? What? Who fed up? We is. You fed up? Of course. We fed up? Always. Fed Up News Season 2. Fed Up News Season 2. Hey, Fed Up News Season 2. Good afternoon, everyone. Teresa M. here at the Fed Up Blogger again. And I want to talk about the police today. Policing in black communities. Just policing with minorities, period. And why are we stay seeing fearful officers shoot and kill, choke out, stomp whatsoever innocent people? Or not even innocent people. Some of those people are not innocent, but they appear very threatful to these officers who lack proper training and common sense and are scared for their lives, but are officers. Question. As citizens of the United States, would you accept having police officers on your streets who fear the people you are trying to be protected from? And you're trying to be protected from robbers, rapists, you know, thieves, drug dealers, whatever. No, not really drug dealers, but uh, just gang violence, trying to be protected from that, right? Especially in Chicago. I know I am. But... Imagine you getting young, fearful, do not know street smarts at all type of police officers with no proper training, meaning they do not know how to fight. They were raised in a rural area or just a small town who lacked socialization in big cities or just in general. And they come to an academy or a city and think that they are prepared to take that risk in their lives as being a police police officer. And they go ahead and take the test and join the academy. And think, oh, I have book smarts. I have um, credits, 60 credits in college for criminal justice. And mind you, those credits don't even need to be up for criminal justice. Or, you know, some places, suburbs, you know, they have the just need a high school diploma. And they don't ask too many questions to get in the police academy. They just want to know if you didn't have a background, if you were just a goody two shoes that paid your bills on time. And then if you did all that, you get to join. I remember a couple years ago when I tried to apply for CPD, I heard it was a lot. I never re- received a letter from them. 
I was a little marijuana smoker, so I was being honest with them. I smoked like a a six months before I took the test. So I was to be honest, they shave your hair to make sure you don't have any drugs. You know, and I, I guess that failed it. I never received a, a letter. But I did have my years of, um, I have a, I had a bachelor degree in criminal justice when I applied. And uh, I live in the hood. I'm a minority. And I was like, hey, I'll be a good fit for the Chicago Police Department. I know how to work with these people on the streets that a lot of these officers who are fairly white or Hispanic, they're placed in um, black communities. I'm like, hey, I'm black smart and I know about the streets they'll pick me right uh-uh. they don't want nobody to look like you patrolling yourself I don't know why it's a power thing I don't know but yeah I will give you a little history lesson today okay in 1967 I believe President Lyndon B Johnson he had a um, had a national advisory commission on civil disorders you know it, it it's it would involve like the mistreatment of minorities primarily black people in communities that's crime ridden and having officers who are just belligerent rude causing more disorder in these communities so they wanted to stop all this craziness in these urban cities and areas right so they made that commission. It's also known as the Kerner Commission. So I'm going to read a statement from the Kerner Report in about 1967 from this commission. And it reads, police have came to, well, sorry, police have come to symbolize white power, white racism and white repression. Many police reflect and express these attitudes. The atmosphere of hostility and cynicism is reinforced by widespread belief among Negroes in the existence of police brutality and in a double standard of justice and protection. One for Negroes and one for whites. And this is not me saying this. This is the Federal Commission saying these this statement and you should rewind to hear a little more clearly let me let me read it again police have come to symbolize white power white racism and white repression and you know if you know your history slave patrols were the first police and it hasn't changed since slave patrols were just patrolling those negroes who wanted to be free and want to run away okay Many police reflect and express these attitudes. So you see in today, and even though this is 1967, you see today that um, a lot of these officers, I see it myself, they show higher powers in the wrong way. They look at things like, hey, I'm better. I only see primarily white officers. I'm not trying to bullshit you. There's not that many black ones. The black ones, you know, they stay low key, but it's a lot of white Hispanic officers who express this racist, powerless dictatorship in communities. I was at Walmart the other day, and there was this guy that was trying to play with, you know, trying to joke with the police. He, he just laughed or something. And then I walked past, and the officer was like, shut up and just get out. But he said it on his breath. The guy didn't hear him. 
but the officer just said that so rudely. I'm like, dude, why are you looking at these people? Like, mind you, the officer was like white or Italian, whatever, Hispanic, and the guy was black. So yeah, he just had a ill. He didn't want to be bothered. That officer, he had must have had a bad day. I don't know. But yeah, they expressed these "I'm better than you" attitudes. The atmosphere of hostility and cynicism is reinforced by widespread belief among Negroes in the existence of police brutality and in a double standard of justice and protection, one for Negroes and one for whites. I agree. As you can see, like if you live in the hood or if you pass by the hood, just observe. Do you see a lot of police walking or engaging with the communities and um the only time you see the police is when they just drive in a squad car somewhere well i mainly see undercover police in the hood they only look for people who have guns gang ties and drugs and they don't really care about the regular people in the neighborhood compared to Go down to town, Chicago. I've seen even more during the riots. Go downtown, Chicago, right? Bam. Police everywhere. Still getting robbed, though. Stuff still getting robbed downtown. But, they, you know, they got their presence downtown because you're trying to scare the niggas away. But you see way more police patrols and nice policemen on the north side. Downtown, rich, white areas. But when it comes to protection... For the Negroes, it's not protection for the Negroes, it's from the Negroes. These police officers are protecting their own lives, not our lives. Police are to serve and protect, that means sacrifice their lives like a, a soldier does when he goes off to war. He or she goes off to war, right? Exactly. Protect the public. And you have these officers who just fear so much for their own safety, but it's supposed to be the other way around. Don't you care for the civilians, the community safety? And any officer who cares about the community safety, make sure they doesn't react. They don't react off fear. They don't react off impulse. Like the, today, the guy, the officer, ex-Kentucky officer who played a role in the Breonna Taylor's case, the murderer. All them are all the officers who did that were murderers. He wasn't even in the doorway when the situation happened. I had placed a, a news, a brief little news story on my social media accounts. The Fed up blogger, check me out. T H E F E D B L O G G R at the Fed up blogger. But I posted that, posted that and I called him a murderer. Any officer who goes to a residency to kill, and it's a, it was a multi-family complex, you know, and you go in there shooting ten times into a blind spot just because you you hear some some conflict. I don't know. That's murdering. All of those officers are murderers. You could have handled it so much easier. This no-knock warrant stuff, when it, it was just, that's a setup for failure. No-knock warrants is a setup for failure. You know why? Because our, what's that, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, 
is in the Constitution, people. So you th wouldn't you think as a police commission, police department, that if you do a no-knock, there would be guns in someone's house. And if they're asleep at 3 in the morning, obviously, especially me, me being black person I'm, i don't like people just coming in my door that's not gonna happen i'm gonna shoot their ass too but come on now make it make sense if you you it don't make sense at all at least since a mail a piece of mail or just come in a place just prepare like if you're doing a warrant scope the area first throughout the days before you get to that warrant peep the scene don't just come blindly yourself pull out guns and knock the door down and say hey oh oh sorry we got the wrong person you know how many people been misconceived to be criminal in the wrong apartments and they burst in an apartments even if it was the right person but they shooting and killing them instead of arresting them and it'd be like 10 20 SWAT officers all that manpower but no power all that manpower but fear Fear is the worst trait, the worst species of evilness in the world. Fear is way worse than anything you can experience. Fear can bring death. And it's not up to the officers, police officers, to determine what's best, their life or our lives. It's our lives that matter. Okay, all of the civilians who are not officers, lives matter. Even if we're not, we did not try to, if, even if we're criminals of that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it, it really grinds my gears in my Peter Griffin voice. That I, I myself saw officers when I was in academy. Maybe a little small, little officer. I'm like, how they gonna live and how they gonna survive? And it's this law enforcement they look all little and small and what well, they just didn't know nothing about minorities i'm like come on now what's going on but yeah I, i'm gonna leave this short because i don't want to go too big too uh far with this conversation it's time for the police to be to step their game up grow some balls and realize that you are protecting us and you're not protecting yourselves you semi are but it's the majority of us baby y'all gotta live out of fear do your research on cr crime neighborhoods or just people know, know sociology, know how to interact. Don't be just that weird person who spent their whole life in the house or just want to be an officer to get back at minorities or what, whatever weird stuff that be in these police officers' heads. Not all police officers are. So, yeah, we're going to keep that short. Rest in peace, Brianna, rest in peace, Brianna Taylor. Rest in peace peace everyone else who were blindly murdered by the hands of those who protect us you know what i'm saying it's really really fucked up excuse my language but we will figure this out we will have steps i will have a course on criminal justice soon to, for those who need help in actually knowing the criminal justice system one more thing, before I even got into law enforcement, when I was had my criminal justice classes, all the things that were in the books are nowhere near what is going on in the policies. The books brought justice and they get, have the steps on how to be a perfect criminal justice, how to perfect the law enforcement system. 
But these law enforcement systems do not practice what they teach or preach. So heads up to those who want to join law enforcement. Be careful. It's all politics and know you. You want to be an officer, stay to yourself. Stay aware. Do not fear and get help if you have stress on the job. Or if you spent years in trauma, if you have a bad experience with a minority, seek help before you apply to these jobs because you will have that lingering envy or anger or, you know, rage towards people who you don't even know. So do not continue this trend of seeing officers kill these young kids and young people and be fair and choose our lives first before you sign that dotted line saying that you're a police officer thank you appreciate it hope someone learned something from this i'm out check me out at check out my website thefedablogger.com just a bunch of random blogs i wrote might learn a little something from it and that's all have a great one, everyone. Teresa M. Peace out.